Hello and welcome to the Yonder podcast. My name's Louise Doncourt and I'm Marketing Communications Manager here at Yonder. This episode is a special one as we celebrate International Men's Day. Yes, there is an International Men's Day and it's celebrated every year on the 19th of November. Whereas International Women's Day focuses on the achievements of women, International Men's Day focuses more on mental health and the issues that men face. I was lucky enough to speak with two people who are great advocates of mental health here at Yonder. Paul Hood, or Hoodie to his friends, our EMEA Managing Director of Operations, and Gareth Evans, our HSQE Director. We chat about staying mentally healthy, male role models, and much more. So without further ado, here's the episode. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Without. Constraints. Ideas. People. Technology. And. Limited. Thinking. Defining. Tomorrow. Without. Constraints. The Yonder Podcast. Okay, so Hoodie and Gareth, thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. We always hear about International Women's Day, but I don't think International Men's Day is as widely known. So it's good to kind of recognise that. Had you guys heard of International Men's Day before? No, I haven't. For me, it was the first time I heard of it when when you asked me to join the podcast. So yes, it's news to me too. Yeah, there's always like a, on the International Women's Day, why isn't there an International Men's Day? I'm like, there is, there is. <laughs> so I just wanted to have a chat with you both about, you know, your experiences as men, both in the workplace and personally. And I wanted to kick off with male role models. Um, for the two of you, who, who have been the men that have been the biggest influence in your life? And that can be personal or professional. I'll, I'll let you go first, Eddie. Okay, thanks, Gareth. Um, I guess for me, Louise, the the, the easy ones and the, and the most prominent ones for me were, were my dad and my granddad. Um, they were, you know, I was an only child growing up, so they were, you know, male the main male figures in my in my life. And and I guess the values that they had, the strong family values, that the hard working ethics, you, you know, as I said, and really dedicated to family. And you know, especially my, my, both my dad and my granddad looking after my, my nan and my mum in their real health, but whilst um, holding down a job for me, were uh, you know were real role models for me. And um, and that's how I try and you know behave in myself at, at home and at work. I think from uh, from a uh, from outside of the family. I guess um, I've got a sporting role model in Muhammad Ali. And, and again, for, for similar traits, really, you know, um, Ali's work ethic and his passion for what he'd done was just incredible. And the, the way that he challenged the norm and, and went out there to be a showman and, and really promote um, sport, um, he really changed uh, what, what boxing has become. And um, for me, I, I look at people like that who have, can really move the dial and... Um, you know, especially uh, what he went through with, you know, changing his religion and fighting the um, the American government and not going into the to the army and all of those good things because of, he, you know, he, he lived, lived by his belief. So, yeah, I guess that's, for me, that, that's the role models that, from a male perspective, were sort of prominent in my, my, my early years. That's quite probably very, very similar in, in, in my mind too. So my, um, I think the, the, the men in my life growing up, my, my dad, my brother, I, I take a lot from that. Obviously, my dad working seven, seven days a week with a really strong work ethic. And, you know, I, I think of myself as probably not being always the, 
the, the brightest in the room, but certainly working hard and I'm putting that grind in and I'm, I'm putting the work in to get that to, to do, do what I do. But yeah, it's, um, yeah, so, so definitely, definitely for me, it's, it's my parents, uh, my dad, my brother. And as I, I mentioned um, International Women's Day earlier, that's um, to do with kind of celebrating the achievements of, of women. And International Men's Day is about that too. But there is a really big focus on mental health and men's mental health. And um, we see that men are less likely to be diagnosed with certain mental health issues. So that's really kind of bringing to the forefront their issues with mental health and how we can help them. So just kind of flipping it over to, to the two of you, how do you guys stay mentally healthy? That's something that's that's so important. How do you guys both manage that? If Gareth, you want to go first. For me, it's, it's building habits, building positive habits. So I do use the Headspace mobile app and do 10 minutes of guided meditation a day. Also trying to build those 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 positive habits, um, taking a bit of time out when I need to, but daily I'd, I'll, I'll try and read. I think statistically on the, that habit front is it takes anywhere between 18 and 250 days to build build those positive habits and feel like they're part of your life. And uh, just trying to um, recognize signs of myself when, when I'm maybe not doing that 10 minutes or maybe not picking up a book and reading or that I'm, I'm probably slipping on the, I'm going off the track a little bit. So it's um, trying to recognize triggers in myself when I'm not mentally healthy that I need to stop, reflect and, and, and get back on track. Yeah, uh, similar again, Louise, to Gareth. I, th- I think for me, getting a routine in your life is, is imperative for good mental health. There's loads of things that, you know, happen in everyday life that try to knock you off that track. But you know, they're just small things. And I think it's when those small things happen and you're uncomfortable with them, it's just great to talk to, to people, to anyone really that wants to listen, you know, just to get that off your chest. I think for me, it's knowing the signs as well, you know, tension and worrying about things. And sometimes, you know, you may be worrying about nothing. And, you know, there's, there's certain instances where I can I can look back in my life where I was, you know, worrying about something that I thought someone might have been thinking about me. But, I never actually went and asked them if they were thinking that about me. So it played in my mind for, for ages. And and through that, I've learned now that, you know, I'm not going to go through life having, you know, those um, those sort of times where I'm anecdotally thinking that someone's thinking bad of me or I've said something and I'm, I don't really know when I've left the meeting if that person believed what I said or whether I've upset them. So if, if I'm in that space, it's very important for me to, to, to clear that up and, and, and ask whether you know, my, my thoughts of what they was, you know, what they're thinking is, is the same of mine. So, so yeah, I think that's for me is uh, extremely important. And again, knowing from a, from a physical point of view, um, when you're tired and, um, you know, taking time out. So I'm very much love my weekends, very dedicated to work, as you know, and um, I love what I do here at Yonder. And so I work, you know, hard during the week, but weekends are for downtime, enjoyment, spending time with my parents and my family um, and, and, and my friends and, and that allows me to, to reset of a weekend and then come back ready on, on a Monday. I totally empathise with what you said Hoodie about you know what you think someone else thinks of how you acted and what their perspective is and you could be thinking something that they're thinking and it's just completely not that. I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with um, so thank you for sharing that. Also, kind of to do with, with, with mental health and, and how we kind of move in the world uh, personally and professionally, you can experience 
burnout. And I know that's something that we talk about a lot. And even during the pandemic, you know, a lot of people are working from home. People are starting to feel or experience burnout. Is this something that you guys have had any experiences with? And how did you cope with it, if so? Yeah, sure. You know, I have a great example, Louise, where, you know, many, many years ago, um, as, as a young engineer, I was, you know, trying to impress all the time and um, always trying to, to be that person, put my hand up. Yeah, I'll do this. I'll do that. You know, and, and it was at the at the boom time um, sort of during the early 90s in, in, in the city where, you know, building and construction was um, at its height and, um, you know, engineers uh, of my um, sort of calibre and expertise at the time were in short supply. And, um, you know, there was a, a high demand from the company I was working on at the time. And, you know, they committed to a ridiculously close end date that, you know, was, wasn't achievable in five days. So everyone ended up working seven days a week. And that went on for about 14 months. And um, one morning, it just took its toll. I got up, I, I was, you know, I was with um, Carol, was my, my wife there, and um, got up one morning and, you know, walked to the bathroom. And the next thing, you know, she found me uh, laying in the hallway. And I was 24 years old and fit you know, fit at the time, but, you know, trying to, as I said, trying to impress, trying to climb that ladder, uh, you know, in, in in my working career. And and don't get me wrong, I was enjoying what I was doing, but I think that was the thing. I got carried away with what I was doing. And I never really looked in the mirror and saw the signs of of someone that was, you know, was under stress. And and I was sort of worrying about getting the job done, not letting people down. And and, and it took its toll. And, and I spent nearly two days in bed, took some, you know, some serious time out, and then reset myself and, and realised that, you know, no matter how, you know, strong and fit you think you may be, um, you just cannot carry on at that speed and, and um, you know, that intensity. So, yeah, so now, as I said, you know, it's really important for me not to uh, not to do that. You know, happy to do that, you know, during the week and, you know, but you need your, you need your weekends and your holidays to, to make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah, I think... Um uh, it's a, sim- a similar situation, maybe not where I've I was picked up off the floor, but what you find, I think, probably in men, especially young men, we we will put ourselves under a lot of pressure and a lot of self-imposed pressure for that. And part of that will be is that we we don't know what that limit is. Uh, we don't know what that limit is until we cross it. When when I first moved to London, I remember I went about four four or five about four months without taking a single day off, seven days a week, similar sort of thing, and. And um, I, I'm asthmatic, and I remember one day the medication wasn't working, and uh, so it wasn't critical. But I, w- I went to the A and E, checked myself in, and uh, had my nebulizer, uh, and then I came out of it. And when I was the the doctor came and spoke to me and said, um, "I'll write you a sick paper. I'll give you two three weeks, and and just you need to take some time, you need to rest, you need to get back on your feet." I said, "I can't can't do that." And, self-employed i got this so i've got a project i need to need to be back in tomorrow so he said well actually if, if that's that's how you're gonna act and behave um you'll stay here and, and that kind of forced me to stop and yeah it's it's that you know just just go back to what i said that that point of not knowing your limits and you push yourself push yourself and once you go beyond that it's, it's almost like the, the world comes crashing down and uh yeah that that's um that's my sort of experience of burnout yeah it's so important to just check in with ourselves I think that's that's the main point here and just you know really ask yourself am I okay 
you know, am I pushing myself too much and and try and seek support where you can? In terms of support, actually, I wanted to come on to male friendships. Do you think that's an integral part of of men's mental health, their friendships? And what do you think are the benefits of of having a a strong network of male friends? I I think for me, it's it's an important part of keeping me me on the right track. You know, I I love my friends dearly. I I do genuinely love them. And uh, I think it's, it's either in a case to vent talk talk rubbish or just just an excuse to be silly um, and uh i know i really felt it during during lockdown not being able to have that face time face time in the pub face time uh, at, at an event or something and um yeah it's it's, it's something i recognize and, and with my wife and my family recognize that I, I need that bit of time almost that point of me being a little bit selfish around it but it, it keeps me it keeps me on the straight and narrow is super important to me and I know that it's super important to the people that I'm I'm around my friends as well yeah it's really important yeah and look I can completely echo what what Gareth said you know um coming from a, a sporting background as as many people in in, in yonder know and I, and I and I love love rugby and always been involved in team sports and and for me that camaraderie that you build with, with those, those people um, just lives with you for the rest of your life and you know still now on a regular basis I'm, I'm at the rugby club like Gareth said talking rubbish to my mates but it's like a it's letting steam off you know and, and I look at the I look at the age pool within the people that I you know that I have a beer with and, and I chat with and and it can be from anything from you know one of the Colts that's playing you know Colts rugby at 17 18 right away up to some of the friends that I've got that, you know, I'll, I'll meet on a regular basis that are in their 70s, you know, and, and they're all going through tough times themselves, you know, they're all getting to later in life, they're losing loved ones, you know, they're dealing with, um, you know, difficult illnesses, long-term illnesses, and um, it's a place where, where where things get talked about and, you know, and it's, um, I think what's great is that there's the, you know, there's the, the, the trench humour where, you know, you can talk about things that are, are impacting you in your life and, and your health but there's that element of humour to it that um, gets, gets people through it. And, and, and everyone has different ways of dealing with things. But I think being able to do that in an open forum with, you know, with a bunch of guys in a, in a rugby club is, um, is something that I, I find amazing, you know. In addition to that, I've got some, some really close friends that um, have been with me for many, many years. And when things are, are difficult and personal or, you know, they're, they're about my wife or my family, and they're another outlet for me. They understand me. They understand what makes me tick. They understand how I see things. And it's just really nice to be able to sit down and, you know, have, have a chat with those people, you know. So, so yeah, I, I'm very, very fortunate. And I think it's, um, I think it's very, very important, Louise, to, to have that, you know. Beyonder Podcast. So globally at birth, life expectancy is 74.2 for women and only 69.8 for men, um, but the gap is, is smaller in, in low-income countries. Um, and Hoodie, I know you mentioned before, I think the statistic you had was um, for the UK um, life expectancy. Um, why do you think the life expectancy is shorter uh, for men than women? That's a great question. Um, I, I think, I, I, you know, what, what's worrying for me, I looked at that, um, Louise, and I think it was 79.3 years, so that, that's kind of concerning when when you're at my age I'm two-thirds of the way through if I'm going to make that so uh so yeah um it's uh focus it focus your mind a little bit 
I think it's I think some of it's lifestyle. Um, men do, I guess, tend to work longer. Um, you know, a lot of the men tend to work more physical and, and, and longer hours in, in some of the roles that, that, that men do. And that's sort of not being stereotypical, but it's just a, you know, just a fact. Um, I think, you know, there's a lot of health and, and diet that, that men don't take the same notice of, of themselves in, in their physical well-being. And so I guess that that's a main factor. Um, but yeah, I, I, that, that would be my, be my answer. Ralph, what about you? Generally, don't know. Um, I think my opinion is probably quite similar. The almost like a not really thinking about health and well-being in that sense. And when that focus isn't there, it seems like it slips or potentially slips. And, you know, we want to be solutions focused here. So what, what do you both think we what action do you think we can take to, to help men live longer? I think enjoy life. I think there's things that you can't you can't predict. You can't work out. You know, I've I've lost people in my life through different ages, and and some people should should live longer, and that's that's just how it is. And sometimes you just don't know that. So um, I'm I I really try with with my life to to enjoy it. I love my work. I love spending time with my family. Um, I I feel like I I really enjoy my life. And when I check in with myself regularly, um, I I I note down if I'm not enjoying certain things, and and I I, I strive to put a solution in to change that. Yeah, I think I I don't think to a degree we have that much control other than taking care of ourselves where possible. But you know, it's it's that journey, it's that never-ending journey. Yeah, and similar to to Gareth Louise, I I think you know we all know what's good and what's not good with you know with drink, drugs, you know, bad diet, burning the candle at both ends, and 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 for me, it's around you know getting that balance. Um, I, I've um, unfortunately lost a couple of really close friends in, in 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 early life and it tends to focus you on you know um you think you know these things are never going to happen to you and they're never going to affect you but w- w- when they do it has a has a lasting impact so for me it's about you know living living life like gareth said but you know there is that there is that balance where you know you need to know when you, you know you're, you're playing too hard or you're working too hard hopefully you know you can get that balance right um, and I've always sort of said I want to be, you know, sort of getting to my my, my later later years where um, you know I'm in a in a position where I can't be active and, and and say you know I wish I'd have done this I wish I'd have done that so very much try and you know live life to the full but again being cognizant that you know some of that um, if you do live life too much to the full it can have can have a lasting impact on your health so yeah for me it's um you know balanced lifestyle um, you know making sure you spend some great downtime holidays family socializing but you know knowing where that level that level is you know thank you both so much i just have one more question to you both what advice would you give to your younger self that's quite a big one so you can take a minute to think about it but that young that young plucky gareth that young hoodie what would you say to them (laughs) as any advice i think we are young (laughs) <laughs> what are you talking about? Gareth, I knew there was something I liked about you. <laughs> uh, I think we'll just probably run running theme throughout. It's just, it's just enjoy it. Try not to get yourself too worked up. Yeah, enjoy it. Consider it a process and yeah, that's that's probably about it. 
yeah. And I'll figure out it's it's all going to work out in the end. Yeah. Yeah. I I think for me, Louise, um, it's like you know, take the opportunities that are presented to you, and even if they don't work out, you know, don't regret having a go at those opportunities, whatever they may be. You know, a lot of people say, "Oh, failure is not an option," but for me, you know, it's um, trying things and. You know, if you haven't tried anything, you know, for me, you know, you're going to regret that later in life. And, you know, I've kind of had a go at everything pretty much through through, through life. And um, it allows me to sort of pass experiences on, on to others. Yeah, I, as I said, I never had a plan when I started out. I don't think any of us really do. Um, certainly not from, you know, from, from way back when I was, um, you know, a teenager and a young hoodie. But um, but I've been blessed with a, you know, with a nice, healthy Touchwood, nice, healthy life, and um, and great friends and um, people around me, and um, I think that's what's allowed me to um, live life to the full. Gareth Hoodie, thank you so much for your time. Um, special thank you to to Gareth who joins us from Singapore. Uh, so this really is an international uh, podcast. So yeah, thank you so much, and uh, happy International Men's Day. Thanks, Louise. Thank you very much, thank- Louise. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Yonder podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing and giving us a five-star rating. See you next time. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Sit out. Constraints. Ideas. People. Technology. Podcast.